0: morning dr. J here well whatever 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 you're listening to it's it's morning here it's um, Friday uh, cloudy Friday here uh, in Oyster Bay New York Uh, welcome everybody dr. J again with the healthy truth and um, it's uh, looking like a beginning of a chaotic start to our weekend but I think the weekend's gonna be beautiful and uh, fall is around the corner as crazy as that sounds I am, um, I'm actually pretty, um, it's pretty wild that it's gone so quick. I feel like summer just blew by this year, which is, I don't know. I mean, I guess when everything's going on, you just, you know, don't, don't really think twice about how the days go so fast. But, um, anyway, welcome to everybody. Uh, A couple things I want to, uh, start with the news of the day. Um, I, again, I haven't really followed much except for one thing which I think is interesting and then I want to get into a topic which is uh kind of fun and uh, I think you'll enjoy and uh you know a little bit less on the serious end um but let's let's get into it so the uh what's happening in the news today the biggest thing I see is and this is actually something that's been going on for a while is the political political I'm not going to be able to get this right. It's politicizing. <clears throat> it's when companies politicize anything. Um, what I mean by that is when you're a cleaning company or a cookie company or a um, pizza company, whatever, and you feel it is, your, it is the need of your company to express its political views, um, it gets you in trouble. Now, I understand there are core values and, you know, companies stay well, say this is, you know, it goes against our core value and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, there's a the thing for staying in your lane. And there's nobody that says you need to get involved in politics as a company. Um, so I think the interesting thing that's been going on for a while, I'm sure you've heard with Ben and Jerry's and not, um, not doing any... Um, not, not not having any stores or any service to occupied Israeli occupied um, areas in um, in um, the West West Bank Palestine that that area uh, because of their you know because of what's happening there and they say well it goes against our culture or our company's culture and core values and blah 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 anyway you know Ben and Jerry's has kind of been like this too like they've spoken out about different things and. And I I just don't see and feel the need for a company to get involved in things. Now, it's one thing if, you know, let's say you're you're a company and you're setting up shop um, outside of a child slavery, you know, sweatshop somewhere in Indonesia or whatever it is. And you know what's going on, but you're like, all right, good place to set up. These kids are hot, they probably need ice cream. You know, let's set up here. That's that's one thing. But then to get into the whole political realm of, well, this is going on in the world and we don't feel bothered. You know, stay in your lane. You serve ice cream, right? People want ice cream, let them have ice cream. Um, that's my feeling. I, 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 it's the same thing that's happened with, I've seen it, it happened over the year with uh, Seventh Generation, which, you know, big company, good story, good background story. Getting into the political thing they they had on their social media, they put out a, that they support defund the police um, and of course got massive backlash and you know what does that have to do with laundry detergent or dish soap? Right? I mean if you're a one man or woman company and you feel like You need to express your views Um, kind of similar to like um, now, you know, it it didn't continue this way, but Dr. Bronner, I think is the name of the is the name of the uh, product uh, who makes the soap and stuff. And if you look at his bottles and stuff, there's all this like statements about economy and government and, you know, all the stuff that he was passionate about. And that's what he put out originally. I mean, it was, you know, it was him. Um, obviously, it's not anymore. I mean, I think uh, the, uh, the company has been um, uh, bought out by a bigger company and you know, made bigger. But it's one thing if it's just you or, or two of you, whatever it is. When you're a big company and you decide to get involved in what's going on in the world and put out your thing, I mean, number one, it can absolutely hurt you as a company. That's number one. And I'm not saying you shouldn't stick to core values, but you know, you're a dishwashing company or produce soap, like get involved in like, you know, slave, slave labor in collecting the ingredients that make the soap, uh, or people that actually, you know, uh, package the, the soap or something that's something that's relevant, not about police and what's going on in cities across the country. Anyway, that's, that's kind of the, a little bit that I took took from the news today, uh, continuing on with Ben and Jerry's, um, and I just think it's crazy that companies feel the need to to get it extend your lane, do you know get involved in things that are directly related to you and then leave it alone. It's good for you, it's good for everyone. Anyway, so today's topic. Uh, I made a little post this morning. I was actually uh, I made it. I was told my wife told me it wasn't a great picture, but I was like, you know what? I think it's a real. It's a real picture. It's it was taken at night. Um, of me sitting down having coffee and some cookies. Um, you know, it was dark. It was a little bit of dark. And I was kind of sitting there. It's kind of my thing at night is to have a little time by myself, have a cup of coffee. And, and I'm one of those people who can drink a cup of coffee before bed. Doesn't Caffeine doesn't bother me. Actually, I think it soothes me. Allows me to relax. Um, and I have some cookies, right? So the... And the, and the point of that is saying that is, is I want to talk about our, our vices and, and eating in the 80, 20 rule, or in my case, I like to say 90, 10, cause I'm a little crazier, but eating 80, 20, and what does that 20% really mean? Um, it's not good for people in general. It's not good for people to mentally not be there, to eat 24-7, 100% clean from your... The... I mean, it was different when, obviously, when there wasn't any other options out there and when you were hunting or gathering your food, like you ate what was there, and it was all organic and natural. You don't have to worry about the stuff that you ate. According to when you killed, you eat when you could because you didn't know when your next meal would be. Um, it was different. You didn't have um, temptations or things that were outside of that... Um, maybe berries were something that was a luxury at the time or something, you know, but you didn't have that. You know, in society now, we have tons of different types of foods. We have foods to sustain us, foods for pleasure, um, all kinds of stuff. And I think realistically in where we're living right now, it's okay that we don't eat like that, that we don't eat a hundred percent. I don't think it's realistic for most people. And you know, there's something to say about getting pleasure from something that's, you know, tastes good or gives you that that um, dopamine release or you know, makes you feel like enjoy enjoyable. Now, there's levels of that. I'm not saying you should go out and go. God, last night on the TV there was a commercial for yogurt uh, Skittles. Skittles. No, it was. It was a it was the same company that makes gogurt so i don't know whatever that was but it was like now new skittles flavor and i was like god help us like why don't you just say it's diabetes flavored like that i don't mean i don't think that is anywhere in the 20 percent and i think that is completely unnecessary but i think the 20 percent can be a thing that you enjoy so for me i am a chocolate chip Cookie person, I like the soft ones mostly, but I am big on chocolate chip cookies. I um, have them all different types. I typically, again, because I'm just a little bit nutty with food, I tend to go for the organic ones. But there's a lot of delicious organic chocolate chip cookies out there. Now there are times that I don't, you know, whatever it is, if it's from a bakery or if from whatever, and I'm okay with that because I follow a much stricter food regimen outside of that, as does my family. And this is how I get past, you know, the uh, school parties or birthday parties or even just, you know, having stuff at home. I mean, like, you know, for me or for us at home, we're going to have something that's good. But even if it's like gummies, we're going to get the organic gummies. I mean, that's but, you know, it's a gummy and the kids don't know. They taste good. In fact, a lot of times they've had the other ones and they say these taste better. Um, so that's that 20%. And I think that 20% for most people, I think is fine. Now, it's only though fine, though, if you're doing the 80%. And 80% of diet really, it, sh- it can't be, like, mediocre. It can't be, like, 80% mediocre food and then 20% whatever you want. Like, that's not the point. The point is to eat... as clean as possible, then you have that 20% to play around with a little bit. Most of us aren't doing that. But if you think about it, and you think about it in those terms, it really, I think, makes it easier to eat. If you're not big on certain things or you're used to eating a certain way or whatever it is, if you're not big on that, um, it makes it a little bit more palatable to then say, well, even if you mix the 20 and the 80 together, it's fine. But to say, you know, like uh, I need to eat for, obviously for my own health and wellness, I need to eat well, but it's okay. Cause I can still have that 20% of other stuff that I don't know. And the 20% again, does that mean Skittles yogurt? No, I don't, I don't include that in the 20%. 20% is not free for all, right? 20% is like, oh, well I eat, you know, uh, broccoli and guacamole and uh, you know I had some asparagus and sprouts for dinner but then I ate a, 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 a tub of icing like that doesn't quite work for me at least it doesn't quite work there has to be that 20% has to be within reason now um, I've mentioned this before but just going back so you can understand too especially with, with your kids you know back when I was um, in chiropractic school and that was uh, so To get that yawning back when I was in chiropractic school. I really don't know why I yawn during these. Po- I, it's, I don't know if I'm just releasing too much oxygen and not getting enough back. I don't know what it is. Oh, I can't release oxygen. I'm releasing carbon dioxide, but I don't know if I'm just not absorbing enough oxygen or what it is. But I don't yawn during the days. I yawn during podcasts, but whatever. I guess that's my signature now. Um, anyway, in, in the mid to late 90s when I was in chiropractic school, there wasn't um, a Whole Foods places in general like especially out in the northeast they didn't exist. You had you know small places. You had small little mom and pop places that were your nutrition places. They were like for the granola people where you could go find healthy stuff or what was healthy at the time. Um and it was costly. And not everything was great. Um what was considered mainstream healthy wasn't mainstream wasn't wasn't healthy. Um but there were little shops and I had a, uh, i had some stuff that was going on wise. When I was in school, uh, if you missed that story, I actually had two bouts of um, hives, and when I say that, I mean full-blown. Didn't didn't know why. Would wake up, head would be swollen. With looked like I got beat up. Lips, uh, yeah, the whole thing, couldn't figure it out. Went on the steroids, um, went on uh, all these you know allergy diets and all this stuff. Didn't couldn't figure it out until I met this guy who was a holistic pharmacist, which blew my mind that these guys even existed because um i I don't even know that they really do that there are very few of them maybe still out there uh but this was a guy who was a pharmacist for like 30 years realized what he was doing was not helping and he basically switched his mindset and went into all the natural supplements and how to like restore people's uh see what's really was going on problem-wise instead of trying to band-aid it with medication and try to help restore their system to work and i met with this guy and after one week uh he gave me three supplements at one week it was gone and i think it popped up one other time um briefly i took the supplements again i was on the supplements for a a little bit but then i stopped and then i was on the supplement it popped up one other time took the supplements went away haven't had it since i've been absolutely amazing um uh, and part of also the reason I really got into nutrition too but anyway the point of this was at the time I was on this trying to eliminate things from my diet to find out if it was something I was eating. Uh, I went through the heavy metal test, the hair sand. I mean I went through all that stuff. Cut out a bunch of bunch of stuff. Went on lamb rice diet. I mean the whole thing. So I needed to find stuff that didn't have allergens like dairy and and nuts and wheat and all that other stuff. And really, the only place to find it was in these little um, health food stores. But when I tell you, like, it was not like, like bread. Like I, they were, at the time, they had rice bread. And um, when I tell you, it was like cutting a brick and and trying to eat it. You you like every bite absorbed every speck of saliva in your mouth, and you couldn't even swallow it. It was tough. Like it was not. Again, you have so many more choices right now. Um, but. If that was the case now, that 20% wouldn't be so easy. But it's not. Like there is so much good, organic, clean food out there that still has sugar, that still has great taste, that doesn't have all the bad stuff. Um, that you can have. I mean, replacements for all kinds of stuff out there that's 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 devoid of anything. Bad. I mean, it still has a ton of sugar, and it's still not great to eat a lot of it. But way, way better, and tastier than what used to be out there. So now you can have that 20% and not even feel that guilty. It, it, it's funny that I, you know, I made that post um, this morning about the cookies and laid it out. The first person that responded was, "Oh, those look like Annie's organic, you know, little cookies and whatever." Like you really like if you're gonna binge binge on. And I was like, yeah. Close, but not quite. They were—they're actually Trader Joe's, um, occasionally, which I go there, and I don't buy them because they have these little tiny cookies that come in a bin, and you know, you eat these little ones and you're like, oh, I can eat like 500 of these. It's fine, you know. Um, but like, you know, that's the funny thing is, I like. Well, but those who are a little organic, like Splurge on something else. But I like that. You know, like I don't mind. There's plenty of great organic, like chemical-free cookies out there that I have no problem using as my 20%. But it's okay. And what we have to realize with our kids too is it's okay to do that as long as you focus on the other stuff. And and the other stuff has to come from home. You can't say, well, I ate out at this restaurant. It was good, solid food quality. And it's not. No matter what, if you eat out at a place, there is going to be something that's going to make it so it's not as good as if you made it at home. So the you know the key is is make and have as much as you can where you've bought it yourself and made it at home or prepared it at home, and that way that eighty percent is as close to a hundred percent good and healthy as possible. Then when the kids come home like, oh, we had three birthday parties today, and had ice cream and cookies, and somebody brought in um, cake pops. And Mama, you won't twitch and have a seizure in a corner because of it, like I used to be, I used to do. Um, you'll let it go. I mean, I'll tell you, and just just as a little reference, I mean, and I am a little bit on the crazy, I guess is not the right word. It's I'm just a little more extreme, but I, I'm definitely. Less than I used to be. I am definitely more about balance, but I'll tell you how I used to be. When my younger son was in third grade, um, so now this was, oh boy, this would have been, um, you're talking about like 2011, I guess, somewhere around there. Um, They were having a halloween party it's funny with teachers because you know sometimes you get teachers that are like you know like when there's something going on in class there's no reason to bring in donuts you guys can bring in crafts or fruit or something you know healthy and then you get the teachers who are just like ah you know whatever you bring them in bags of sugar everybody can get a goodie bag full of sugar um, straight up and that's great it's different anyway the teacher that my son had was it was a great teacher, but really didn't care either way. which was just like, whatever. So they were having a Halloween uh, celebration. And they were going to have, you know, dunking for apples and um, candy. candy you know, all kinds of different candy and stations if they could make you know, make your own donuts and whatever. And they said they were going to make this dunking thing for apples that was like... Um, it was some green... Um, Soda, substance, juice, whatever it was, with um, apples, and then they were going to be able to decorate them, like pick them out, dry them off, cover them with some something, and decorate them with. I was like, okay, I'm like, I just, I just temporarily got diabetes just listening to you. So, what I'm gonna do. And I told the teacher, I said, you know, I think it's great that you guys do these things. I love Halloween personally; it's my one of my favorite holidays. But I said, if you don't mind, I would like to, um, I would like to uh, bring in for the class a healthier version of the other stuff you're doing, of anything you're doing, anything that you need, I will bring in the healthy version. She was like, fine, and that's what I did. I brought in for the whole class, for the whole celebration. I brought in the healthy version of what they were doing. Because I couldn't stand the fact that thinking my son was gonna, you know, be a part of that and come home, you know, all wrecked off of all the sugar besides and the dyes and the chemicals and stuff. I mean, and I used to do that too with um, sports. And I'm sure most of you uh, who have kids in sports have have been a part of this too. Where, especially when they're young, you go, they have sports. um, And then during, uh, halftime or quarters or whatever people bring out cupcakes and uh candy candy bars and i was like all right forget it we're just gonna bring fruit for everybody we're gonna bring grapes or oranges we're just gonna bring it for everybody that way it's there you know i'm not singling you out but we can bring it for the whole team and that's i mean that's me but you know that's the extreme obviously you don't want to you don't want to ostracize your kids you don't want to make them feel you know i and again just another quick story i had a teacher one time in second grade actually that i brought this up to about the kids having birthday parties and, and um having uh like ice cream at ten thirty in the morning and i was like you know like can we do something else like or have a birthday thing once a month or not like if three kids have a birthday in a week i mean give me a break and having ice cream at ten thirty. And she was like, well, you know, if you want to bring in something for your child, they can have celery and carrots while the other kids. I was like, that's not the solution. Like making my child eat celery and carrots while everybody has cookies or, or, or ice cream. Like, that's not a good solution. And how does that, how would that make them feel? So, you know, in order to not have that happen. Now, obviously for another child's birthday, I couldn't control that. But for other things I could, I would just bring it in myself. Now, you know, I'm a little more um, uh, balanced, I guess you could say, that I know that, and and again, I follow more 90-10, so I feel better that if I'm giving the kids good quality stuff 90% of the time, and that means I'm making breakfast, packing lunch, making dinner, if I'm doing that at home, then I'm okay with those occasional things that go on in school. And one last point that I'll make, and I think this is interesting too because um, it's it's important with your children. Number one is if you feed them well and they want to know why, or even if they don't, if you explain it to them and they get it, they'll feel better about why they eat now then they also feel better that they can explain it to people why they eat certain ways. Now, I'm not saying that you send them in with tree bark and grass, but like when they want to know why they eat organic versus, you know, why other kids are eating Doritos. You know, that's important. But what's even better than that is that when you've trained their taste buds from the beginning, when you've had them eat certain foods that don't have additives and salts and chemicals and other things in them, that they may want to try this other stuff. But when they do, they're not going to like it. I mean, that goes for a lot of things. There may be some they do, but a lot of times it goes for my kids too. Like I remember when they wanted to try cotton candy and and I was like, oh God, please. Um, I was like, all right, you know, and they went and they got it and they were just like, like, I don't think I want this. Uh, Or even certain candy or whatever. Because their taste buds are pure and trained, to like good food. So you know it's really a win-win when you go that route. Um I don't believe in the extreme, you know, like you can't like deny kids things. Um you can't, you know, be extreme about it because it does backfire on you and then they end up, you know, as they get older then they're hiding stuff and then they they're eating stuff and not telling you and that's not good either. And it also creates, I think, um you can it can create a variety of things, eating disorders and lots of stuff. Um, there's lots of stuff out there I don't like my kids to eat I'm sure there's lots of stuff out there you don't like your kids to eat um, you have to figure out where the balance comes in again I think there's extremes like um, a ring pop like I don't see any reason to allow my child to have a ring pop now will they open it and take a couple of sucks on it and say oh okay you know like had it can I put this away for later sure and putting it away for later means going in the garbage but you know again are they going to sit there and eat a whole ring pop? No, they're not. And that's partly me and partly them. So think about your breakdown of 80-20. Think about how you can do it. And think about the things that I said too about that 20% and how to even mitigate it so it's less. Um, because there are ways to do it where you seem like, you know, the good guy. Like, eh, you know, sure, God, You can have that. Oh, don't want it? that's fine you want to trade it out for something else that maybe you you would like to eat you know like an organic coconut yogurt or something like that sure no problem there's lots of ways to do it but focus on that balance um it's really the best way physically and mentally i believe to raise your children and for you too um, to live um and be happy um you know there's no reason to make it a stress easy eating to be a stressful event um no reason to ostracize kids Um, It's something where there's a balance in many different ways. And if we do it right, it all works out in the end. So hopefully I gave you something to chew on there. Uh, No pun intended. Uh, I got through the podcast with only one yawn. um, And uh, hopefully this gave you some value. Thank you again for for everybody who listens and shares. Uh, I hope that you um, are getting value. And again, if you have any questions or uh, you want any other topics that you're interested in, please feel free to email me at drj1k gmail.com. That's D-R-J-A-Y, the number one, and the letter K at gmail.com. Uh, you can text me at 631-617-4375 anytime. You can get me at any social media on my beverage company sites, which is Big Bang Beverages, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is Big Bang Bev. I don't check Twitter as much, but you can get me there. Uh, LinkedIn, Dr. Jason Champl. Any way you can get me? More than happy to answer questions or take topics for future things. Because if you want to know about something, most likely somebody else does too. All right, I'm doing a great job. Uh, really, in the in the recent past of getting where I need to go without getting lost, so I'm just about where I need to be. I'm gonna sign off here. This is Dr. J with the Healthy Truth. Have a phenomenal day, week, month, year, and uh, we'll talk again soon.